seminar, a small group of students as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty, and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussion. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Episode 40, Change is Futile. I cannot believe this was allowed to happen. These reports sent in by the students were frighteningly original. Bed 667 and Null both made them ponder their own identities and why they are referred to as numbers instead of names. Yes, student 29 even went so far as to refer to herself by a name on her report. Granted, it is not her real name, but it is clear that we shall have to monitor what they study more closely. Agreed. How dangerous do you think this student is to our work? I have not yet reached a satisfying conclusion, but it is no longer in my hands. You don't mean... Yes, the minefield is coming. Twenty-nine, stop! Please! My name is Justine, not twenty-nine. Look, I can't call you that, okay? My parents would kill me if I got kicked out of here. Right, and what are their names? Do you even know? Mom and Dad. What a wonderful coincidence, because that's my parents' names, too. And 45s and 32 and 12. Do I need to keep going? Go on. Just try and deny it. No one knows their parents' numbers. We need to get to class. That's her. Student number 29. The one who calls herself Justine. I see. How susceptible to subtle warnings do you think it is, Doctor? According to her profile, she is not. She's a constant troublemaker, this one. Why has it not been dealt with before now? Well, we have tried traditional means. The medicine helps in the beginning... Then, a few months after altering her course, she reverts back to a troubling pattern. Well, we shall have to remedy that, won't we, Doctor? Greetings, students. Consider the consequences of your actions as you study pterosaurs and fighter planes. Here we go again. Off into the wild blue yonder. Going to bomb some cherries. Guns loaded. Loaded and ready. Time to the target. Half an hour. All right, then. Get ready. I have a feeling about this one. I can handle it. Just concentrate on the flying. Hey, what are those? Mm, big birds. They don't look like birds. Rather big for bats. Planes? They don't look like planes. Wait a minute. What are those, uh, things? What things? Those big flying lizard things that lived a long, long time ago. You mean a pterodactyl? 
can't be. They all died out a million years ago. Only thing left are bones. Well, those bones are heading straight for us. I think they look hungry. I know, I know. Well, let them have it. Haha, <laughs> you got one. Only about two dozen go. No, not good, not good, not good at all. Ah, uh, they got the rudder. Tell me something, I don't. Can't you do something? Maybe. Good. Drop the bomb. What? Drop the bomb. Or else they'll just blow us up on the impact. Okay. Get back, you freaks. Take that. And take this. I <laughs> got him. It bloody worked. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I think so. Uh, I don't think they've had enough yet. We need to go. Can you move? Uh, I think so. Run! We're not going to make it. All right, then. You stay behind. Let him get you. I'm going to run. Peter! What the hell? Where did... Where did they go? Hello there. Tell me, have you seen anything weird around here recently? Who the bloody hell are you? First Tech Marcus Walter of the TTC. TTC? Temporal Traffic Control. So, have you seen anything weird, strange, or just out of place? UFOs, storms topping up out of nowhere, knights on horseback, or... Flying dinosaurs. Yes, that would be a great example. Have you seen some? They were just here. Now they... Well, they've gone. Dang it. I missed it again. You're looking for those things. No, actually, I am looking for a tesseract. But the pterodactyls mean that it was here, for a nanosecond at least. You're looking for a... a, a what? A tesseract. It's a four-dimensional object. A tesseract is to a cube as a cube is to a square. You know how each... I better go. Goodbye. Peter, what the hell just happened? I have no idea. But how are we going to explain this to the colonel back at the base? No... Flippin' idea. Not at all. Not nearly little bit. Not even a little. I can't even come up with a, like a crackpot theory. All I want to do is just have like a drink of something with lots of alcohol to take my mind off of it. Because I've no idea. No idea. Right. As you ruminate on the curious phenomenon of cause and effect, consider further how changing one small thing could alter life as we now perceive it. Consider also the unseen and truth within folklore in Why You Pick Up Your Socks. Thank you.
Oh, really? Lance Timothy Sherman, get up here right now. Coming, Mom. Yes, Mom? I told you three times this morning to pick up your socks. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Honestly. Pick them up. I'm on my way to the PTA meeting. Uncle Jack is downstairs if you need anything. <sighs> Come on. Give me a kiss goodbye. Hi, Jack. Sorry, no time to talk. I really have to get out of here. Lance wouldn't pick up his socks and, uh, whatever. I have to go. Um, dinner's in the fridge. He needs to be in bed around 9 because he has soccer tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, bye. See you when I get back. Uh, hi? Look. All I'm saying is that I'll give you a Twinkie and some ramen noodles for my secret stash if you let me stay up until 10. Okay, A, no. Two, how on earth do you stash ramen noodles? And Trace, didn't your mom ask you to pick up your socks? Come on, Uncle Jack. They're just socks. They're not hurting anyone. Except you. What do you mean? Well, socks are like appetizers. Everyone knows that. Come on, pick him up. I'll do it when you tell me what you mean. Well, everybody knows you have a monster under your bed. He eats up the socks on the floor when nobody's around. Of course. <laughs> Afterwards, he has an appetite for you. And he'll wait as long as he has to to eat you after he's eaten just one sock. I'd pick him up if I were you. Hey, weren't there nine socks a minute ago? I count eight. <laughs> You're right, Uncle Jack. All right, just don't say I didn't warn you. Good night. It was nice knowing you. Good night, Uncle Jack. Rest in peace, Lance Sherman. Until next time, class dismissed. Notice, will you, how pale that student is beside her. That is student 33. We are in the process of matching them. They seem quite compatible. Does it love the other? Yes, I believe so. Featuring the voice talents of Kristen Bays as the instructor, M. Sierra Garcia as Justine, Perry Whittle as Student 33, Bernadette Groves as Dr. Smith, Peter Catt as Dr. Jones, and H. Keith Lyons as Klaus von Schmenderfield. In Pterosaurs and Fighter Planes, Jared Griego as Peter, Richard Casto as Timothy, Mark Zaracor as Marcus, and Gary Berkowitz as the supervisor. Written by Joshua W. Miller. In Why You Pick Up Your Socks, Max Kalk as Lance, Jack Kalk as Uncle Jack, and Lynn Cullen as Sarah. Written by Jack Kalk. 
Directed by Jeffrey Bridges. Written and edited by Bernadette Groves. Music by Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2011. Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2011. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.